This episode of Harmonious Gentlemen is brought to you by Blind Man Brewing, makers of craft beer in central Alberta. Say hi to Hans. He's on billboards. It's a big deal. Harmonious Gentlemen. Okay, gents. If it isn't chocolate, it isn't even worth talking about. So jubes, no way. And then you take something that is so good and destroy it by adding peanut butter to it? You North oh. Americans have very strange ideas. What is this obsession with peanut butter anyway? Ruins everything it comes into contact with. Oh. So it's a no to Reese's Pieces too. Or anything else that has seen peanut butter either. Boy. Then we get to Peter's Ponzi Chocolate. Nobody actually prefers dark chocolate to milk chocolate. That's true. (laughs) Not buying it. Cadbury Dairy Milk, or even better, Galaxy Bars, look for British import stores, are clearly the way to go. Also, dairy milk is made from fairly traded ingredients, so it's good for both body and soul. But that isn't one of the options, so the winner has to be that. Only Smarties has the answer. That may have just been their advertising slogan in the UK. Not only the excellent combination of not the best chocolate <laughs> with the all-redeeming cho- or all redeeming sugar coating, but they used to come in cardboard tubes with plastic lids. And when you were done eating, you could use the tube to fire the lid across the room. Also, Smarties tubes make an excellent demonstration of how the electrical transmission of data works, but that's a science experiment for another day. Hmm. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. Andy. Well, welcome to Harmonious Gentlemen. We open with, um, like, that's an all-time email right there. Yeah. That's I mean, a- even though I disagree fundamentally with everything he said. <laughs> yeah. Very thoughtful. That's a great email. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, that email was better than most of our podcast episodes. Yeah, that was, yeah. Actually. We should Agreed. Good night, everybody. Thanks, um, Andy. But thanks, Andy. You win the contest. And uh, I guess since I recommended Smarties, I should be the one who buys him some Smarties. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. true. We need more sponsors uh, if we can. Nestle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So welcome to the show. Uh, Chris, welcome back from the Dominican. Thank you. Yeah. How was that? Yeah. Beautiful country. Wonderful yeah. people. And you took Delicious a bunch of kids pineapple. along. We what? took a lot of kids and they behaved themselves and learned a lot of wonderful things. Cool. About international travel and how God works in all over the world. Cool. Yeah. We missed you. Hey, Ty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> we have lives. That's nice of you to say. <laughs> we have lives outside of this, this show. You're right. Actually, yeah. when you said welcome back, I had no idea that he was gone. So. <laughs> yeah, was, uh, what did I go somewhere recently? Um, so, guys, we um, are going to talk about technology. Hey, mm-hmm. so Chris, why don't you just define our topic uh, this evening? <laughs> yes, us? thank you. Um, I think it'd be good to talk about technology from a user standpoint. How much are we using it, and what for? Mm-hmm. Where do we see our kids using it? Maybe our students. Yeah. How much of a benefit is it to us or maybe a barrier to certain things cool are those some of the things you guys have thought of <laughs> yeah you see tyler and i had yeah. talked earlier about what, what this would be and chris just we told him to go for it and he got it pretty good oh, i'm okay. just wondering what the uh like when you said talking about it as users of technology what the what the other side of it is like how else could we look at this well, if you were oh, right, okay. <laughs> How about we're like sharing a, our own experiences? Okay, go easy on him. Ty. He was gone for a while. He's used to react. I didn't use technology because our Wi-Fi sucked the whole time I was gone. So oh, I feel like I'm a digital immigrant. New perspectives, awesome. D- digital refugee. I don't know what the term is. Sure, awesome. Okay, well, 
I'm excited. I actually really am excited. I have I have a story to share, but first we should mm. do some recommendations. Nice. And uh, I got a good one. You guys got good ones? Uh, mine's no, funny mine's to myself. Bad. Okay, well, stay tuned, everyone. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Well, in preparation for recommendations this week, I watched a movie called Lucy. It's a few years old. I think it came out in 2015. It's a Scarlett Johansson movie about using like 100% of your brain capacity, which happens to her after she takes a lot of illegal drugs. The movie is so bad that I cannot recommend it and do not recommend it. But I went on um, Rotten Tomatoes just to see what people said of it. And I'm surprised it has a 67% score. Hmm. But the first negative review I decided to read, and it's by a guy named Christopher Orr, and my recommendation is to read this movie <laughs> review. Okay. The title is Lucy, the dumbest movie ever made about brain capacity. And <laughs> what he does is um, he says that this film is so idiotic, the only way to properly convey its flaws is to enumerate them. And then he has 20 well-laid-out reasons why the movie sucks. <laughs> And it is really thorough and detailed. And it just goes through the plot. So there's tons of spoilers. And if you haven't seen the movie. Yeah, I'm not too concerned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's old. But actually, there's more than 20. There's 25 things. Um, and it just really <laughs> smartly lays out how dumb the movie is. Uh, it, it, it's more entertaining than the movie for sure. So I highly recommend cool. recommend Christopher Orr's review of the movie Lucy. Nice. It's on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. That's yeah. That's how I linked to it. But it's he wrote. He writes for some, for the Atlantic. What a unique uh, recommendation! I never would have thought a review. Cool. Yeah, you could have just start. Could have just stopped after recommending not watching that movie. <laughs> right. Which you took yeah. it. A my, yeah. My confession is that I watched the whole movie. But <laughs> my recommendation is um, I, I um, she's read the Game of Thrones books a long time ago before the show came out. Yeah. And then the show came out and we got into that and um, we've been watching it ever since and the final season starts next week. But we always had a problem with trying to watch it. Um, the cable in this country is just awful um, when it comes to HBO. I won't go to the whole story, but you guys, like with HBO, you can't just subscribe to HBO. You have to have the cables package first and then you have to upgrade. So it's expensive to it's have expensive. HBO. It's well over $100 and it's just for you know basically one show. We don't really watch any other cable. Um, so anyway, so we were really like worried. Um, but we used to... I guess I could tell you, I'll, I'll, we used to like torrent the show a lot, like download it, um, hmm. not illegally, but definitely not. Gray area. Yeah. And then morally, you know, when you take people's work, it's not the right thing to do. And But we did for a couple of seasons. And then this this year I was like, well, I got to do it. Like, it's the final season. We have to watch it. And we were thinking, ah, oh, like streaming it and really frustrated that I had to spend so much money just to watch one show. But my recommendation is it's called Crave. It's Crave TV. It's, it, you can do it with just online. It's like 10 bucks a month. It's like Netflix, but you don't have to have a cable su subscription. And if you add $10, it is 20 a month, but you get all HBO too. Hmm. So hmm. if you want to like catch up on your HBO shows for a month, like Curb Your Enthusiasm or Veep or Game of Thrones, um, then nice. it's super, it, it streams really well. It's, it's easy and it's like Netflix. So we're going to watch Game of Thrones with Crave for a lot less than a cable. And like Netflix, the older episodes are there as well? or Every, is it, Everything's there. Yeah. 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 I'm working through Curb Your Enthusiasm at the gym, which is such a great show too. I, I've cool. talked your ear off about Nathan for you, another really good show. Anyway, yeah. Crave TV, it's not that expensive. And so if you want to watch HBO mm. shows, it's the way to do it. The way to do it. Yeah. 
Kind of just like a fresh batch of uh, yeah. binge-worthy stuff. Well, now that we have three with Amazon, we got to cut Whoa. one now. It's becoming kind of like What are you cable. missing? You've got things. everything. I know. Yeah. We have to maybe cut one for a while. But anyway, I'll be watching Game of Thrones next Sunday. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to do a very quick recommendation, kind of like a pre-recommendation. And it's for uh, Blind Man um, Beer. They have a beer that's called 24-2. Have you guys had it? I've only seen the cans no. with the, the horses. The cans are sweet. They've got a horse on it. Yeah. And they're all different colors and different yeah. names and stuff, but um, good beer too. Um, what is it? Uh, it's, I don't even really know. It's it's like brownish in color. Um, Krista, my wife likes it because she loves their porter and it's similar to that, mm-hmm. um, but it's not as uh, not as intense, not as robust. So, what does the twenty-four-two refer to? Do you know? Again, I don't. It has to do with the horses. It's a okay. horse thing. I think. Oh, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk about it. Sure, but sure. Quarter horse, etc. Yeah, twenty-four. Four of them. It's a you know, stallion. Well, that's not a quarter, but yeah. I don't black know. beauty. Um, cool though. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's a good one. Cool. So check it out. All right. Um, and then my second recommendation is a good segue to our topic too. Um, I've I've been off of social media for. I think just about three weeks. Um, so like completely off. I deleted Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter off my like phone. Like deleted your account? I didn't delete the account, but I deleted the app off my phone. Yeah. Thinking I could still check on my computer if I needed to, or mm-hmm. just yeah. to make sure I'm not missing out. And on have you? Anything. I haven't checked once. And it's, really? uh, it's been great. How so do you I live without have, the book? What's that? How do you live without the Facebook? Without Facebook? I'm uh, just kidding. I really, the it. only reason I was on there is because my mom made me. So oh, Okay. Yeah. Um, Shout out to mom. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, Facebook. <laughs> but yeah, it's been great. Every time I was just finding that every time I kind of got off of when I finished a session on Twitter, I felt angrier than I had started. Yeah. I hear and that. And Instagram, I just felt like I was mindlessly just flipping through. And not really getting any. But where do you get your shark videos? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Where do you get advertised to? <laughs> From <laughs> everywhere else now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a recommendation just to try it. I'm not. Yeah. Saying that I'm going to do it forever or that you have to, but try for like a day just or like, like yeah, a week just limit. See. Like yeah. try a little less or something because mm-hmm. we yeah we'll talk more about it in this episode. I'm yeah. sure. But Coming up uh, in just a few seconds. I, actually. I'm just dying to say something about it, but I'm waiting. All right. Let's take a little break. Check our phones. <laughs> so we're all teachers, and every time we go to a convention, there's always like a, a screen talk or technology talk, or usually there is. Yeah. And I'm and so it's almost like every year we get this like reset in our minds, like, oh, reminding me to like be more responsible and not let my kids watch as many screens. And so last year it was all about screen time. And one of the things they said is put your phone away when, like when you go to bed, like don't look at your phone in bed. And they talk about like, um, oh, what's the, what's the chemical that your brain releases when Dopamine? you're going No, when you're going to fall asleep. Melatonin. Melatonin. Melatonin yeah. And the research shows that staring at screens for that long, it, it, it stops that from being released. And so you put your phone down and I was having like not, I was not sleeping very good for quite a long time mm. and never really putting those two pieces together. I mean, Kind of, but also ignoring it, right? Like I just had to be on my phone and in bed. And so, yeah, we last year we had that little convention and he's like, don't have it in your phone, in your bedroom. So I bought an alarm clock because that was always my excuse. Like, well, it's my alarm clock. I have to have it. So I bought right. an alarm clock, put it in the other room 
And uh, it, like I, I've slept better immediately. Like no yeah. question about it. You read a book, you, you your brain shuts down nice and you know slowly and properly. And so that's kind of where, where I want to start. Like I feel like that was one of those small things that the screen time, the amount my brain was looking at a screen kind of got away from me a little bit. And yeah. I think that's the danger, um, at least in terms of screen time. So Chris, how many hours do you look at your phone per day? Well, you know, I have a Samsung not an iPhone. And so I asked my kids who all have iPhones and we have two students living with us this year to track themselves and to tell me where, where their statistics were at. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's a way to do it on my phone, but, um, one boy who's living in our house, (laughs) he had watched 43 hours of YouTube in a week. So one of the, like right (laughs) away, I was like, okay, this is a problem. Right. And he kind of chuckled and he was shocked that that's where he was at. And also I said, I had to start charging him for his data usage because that's a ridiculous amount of data. But um, for myself, it's all Twitter. Like when I'm looking at my phone, I'm reading news or sports articles or wasting time doing other things. But I took it off when Tyler recommended it two weeks ago to me. And it's significantly reduced the amount of time I'm on my phone. When you guys first got your sort of smartphones and Twitter for the first time, do you remember having a thought in your mind about like, maintaining some level of control over it or or monitoring it at all Ty? not really like no, no no not really like when i first got on twitter i remember actually when i at the very beginning when i got on i just did because i heard like i didn't even know what it was mm-hmm. so like if you look back and see my first tweet it's like watching hockey with my dad you know <laughs> yeah, like, just yeah that's i think people. how it was for that's a while. how it was and right. it kind of served no purpose but then yeah, it was kind of just like a slow, it slowly became more and more a part of my routine. Yeah. And like, there are some, like it was a way to access news and be in the loop with what's going on. And that's not just Twitter. That's like, usually when you're opening your phone, it's informing yourself mm-hmm. of something. Yeah. Right. Like, so there yeah, are Rightly some, or wrongly, yeah. 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 That's a good point. But so, but since I've gotten rid of social media, like in the last um, three weeks or so, just my, like my battery lasts all day now, right. which it d- didn't before. No. Because I'll turn my phone on and then realize, oh yeah, I don't, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And then like if I'm waiting in line at the grocery store, I just look around or talk to someone. Read about Oprah marrying a, an alien or something. Like. I don't know if that's any better looking at like those magazines yeah. in, the, in the line, but yeah, but definitely like, yeah, I, I, I feel better about myself. <laughs> well, I know a lot of our uh, listeners probably have iPhones, and when that update came, was it last year? I think it is. Yeah, in the in the last year, and it automatically shows you, which is I think like credit to them. That's yeah, not I something agree. that they really needed to do. No, that is a smart move by and them. Ultimately, not really what you want your users um, confronting, right? I guess. But um, I bet people were pretty shocked in general. I know I was when I started when I started looking at that. You can get an app, by the way, for Samsung phones, of course. Like that. I would like to have a new contest for the harmonious gentleman. Okay, if the lowest amount of screen time in a week that okay. our, our, a user has, if they take a screenshot and send it to Maybe our, this listener our email. doesn't have a smartphone. Doesn't have a phone. No, then they can't be entered. <laughs> <laughs> they can't email us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they have to have a an iPhone. Okay. Or at, a smartphone of some or kind. Or a smartphone and track it and the least amount of hours. Yeah, send That'd us be a screenshot. Neat. That'd be kind of cool to see. The least amount in a week. And if you want us to talk about you, the most amount of sure. hours used we That's won't it. judge you does it count it if it like you're listening to music or whatever you're doing uh, you know what i mean we, we can get it later on like i think i need to confront that as well like the screen is one thing 
but even just the um, the no activity piece just being well. like active online, like how yeah. it also tells you how many times you've picked it up and looked at it. Oh, That's that, really I don't interesting. Want to see that. Yeah, and yeah. it was I think Spencer's average was seventy two times. So what's he watching day? on YouTube for forty two hours? That's what I ask asked him. That? Like what? That's actually kind of what that, content is on there that you're. He he likes watching um, anime and okay Japan yeah. animation style. Well, all these new like all the the big social media hubs like they know what they're doing. Like hmm. just before you guys got here, I was watching YouTube and or a video on YouTube, and then it just like seamlessly like goes into the next one, right? Like it right. Or they they'll put these little thumbnails that tempt you, right? Like it's yeah. they know what they're doing. Like I basically can, never watch YouTube. Like sometimes I'll search something up, but very very rarely. Well, I'll confess do I watch that when YouTube. I got rid of all my social media apps, it was Reddit and Twitter that were the big ones. But YouTube, I didn't consider it to be a problem. It's kind of becoming a problem now <laughs> because I, now it's, something just fills in the right, space. Exactly. Yeah. So I need to almost just go full, just all of it, but. Yeah, so one of the things, I, I don't know if you remember the numbers better than I do, but the last talk we went to, the guy specifically talked about like recommended screen time hours, especially in like adolescence. Mm-hmm. Remember what it was? It like zero to two, like none, he said, yeah. like zero screen time recommended. Yeah, but mm-hmm. then I, I think the next age range, like two to five or something was still like two hours. Oh, A I day? Thought it, I thought it was half an hour. Really? I thought it was quite small. Yeah. Oh. But I could be I wrong. Should have researched but, first. Yeah, we yeah. should have looked that up. But yeah. I, I remember thinking like that it was like I try with my kids to limit their screen time. Mm-hmm. But even that um, might just be like a concession. Like, okay, we get that you're going to let your kids watch some. Right. Mm-hmm. But I so remember when, when he showed hours. that mm-hmm. amount, I was like, whoa, like that should be easy to stay under. Right. That's what I remember thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then. But we're talking a day, not a week. Yeah, that was daily. Like two yeah. hours a day. Yeah, like I remember thinking. So maybe t- maybe it was maybe it was an hour for a three year old yeah. or something. But like, um, I remember thinking, oh, that's easy to stay under. Yeah. But I know there are some some kids out there who are seeing way more than that. At uh, a, yeah, I was at the mall once, and a lady had her infant, pretty young, you know, a year or less, in a stroller, and there was like an iPad, like velcroed right above the baby's oh, face, no. like watching cartoons. I remember thinking to myself, so judgmentally, like I'm never showing my kids like screens until they're older. Like that's just ridiculous. And then, you know, a couple of years later, I have Harvey and like we're scrambling on the airplane to like shove Moana in his face. So he has something to distract him. Like you kind of, yeah. you kind of get it, right? Like not yeah. that I would do maybe that, but you know, it's easy to judge. But when you see the power of a, of a show, it's quite something. I like the um, iPad mobile instead of the, <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, the, app, the three mobile. different shows kind of circulating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. All right. We usually do a movie night once a week with our kids and yeah, we started that once the older two were a little bit older, but now we've got, we've still got a, like a one-year-old and now I'm just like, why don't you want to watch these movies? (laughs) (laughs) Sit and watch watch a movie. Yeah. But yeah. So I wonder for kids like who, who are growing up with a phone in their pocket, like there's like, what is their standard? Like for like, do they look at their phones like a 15 year old and be like, wow, eight hours today. Cool. Like I wonder. I wonder if it, they think about it in the same way. That, I doubt that, that they're worried about it. No, it's just we come from a world that didn't. It's have always it on them. Yeah, I think um, after the break we should talk about stories we've heard about students like who've tried to stop using their phone. Okay, we have to be a little bit. I don't know if I have careful. Any. <laughs> oh, stay tuned, folks. Okay. <laughs> By the way, blind uh, blind man is a. <laughs> <laughs> what we we really want to know. Blind man. 
<laughs> so I've heard uh, stories of students who have been grounded from their phone. First of all, first of all, that's a little bit strange because when I was grounded, I that when I was a kid, that meant I couldn't bike to visit my friends at their house. Oh, right. But now, like when kids are grounded, the big thing is they can't have their phone. But in a way, that's very similar, right? Yeah. It's cutting off your ties to friends or true. I had no friends, so there was really no <laughs> <laughs> giving no. you a bike yeah. was actually was a punishment. <laughs> forced to go to the playground and play. <laughs> yeah, but I've heard. Uh, kind of stories from either parents or even students themselves about what that's like to have their phone taken away mm -hmm. and the reactions like the physio physiological reactions they have are very similar to like a drug addict yeah. going through withdrawal symptoms, right? Like mm -hmm. shaking, crying, mm -hmm. not being able to sleep, yeah. just, um, all of those embarrassing things. Yeah. Related to a phone anyway. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, that, just uh that's scary it's scary yeah like it makes you think but what what are these things actually doing to us um if when we don't have them that's what happens to us right well, well there's the, what we had talked about that one day there's you know there's a link between the dopamine chemical in our brain that gets released and and you, you just get used to it right and you cut you take that away and, and that's when you get withdrawals like it's a chemical thing it's not just a i like twitter you know it's scary Help. And it's scary because the, the, the people growing up now, the generation growing up now, it's almost like they're, they're like the test subjects. Like we don't, now, now we're learning, but in the last 15 years, we didn't really understand. And so, you know, give your kid a phone, they can keep in touch with you. It's cool. And then now you're realizing 40 hours a week, that's doing something to your brain, oh, which man. is wiring itself at those sure ages. Until yep. you're 27, your brain's still apparently. Yeah. Do you have, do you have According a to the movie Lucy, it can happen all the way <laughs> until you're, <laughs> no matter what age. Well, mm. um, when you had recommended going off of social media, I took Twitter off my phone. Mm -hmm. And um, then we were in the Dominican for 11 days with very spotty Wi-Fi, which was frustrating for different reasons. But I didn't miss Twitter at all. And then on the weekend, I really wanted to check Twitter. So I reinstalled the app, put a little... Um, a poll question on my Twitter feed mm -hmm. and I was pumped that 17 people had yeah. uh, answered it. And what really frustrated me was I couldn't tell who they were. Like I wanted to yeah. check and see, oh, right. Hey, who's that? That's like interacting. Yeah. And I was devastated when I put a poll and got zero responses. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if you make a post on Instagram or Twitter, are you checking it every couple of minutes to see how many likes do you have? Like, well, do you, I would have said that? no, but maybe I do. Yeah. But then now I re-deleted Twitter, so okay, it's okay. gone again. Reset, good. What I'm what I'm noticing is I'll have these thoughts, like either at the gym or in my on my commute, that are just like kind of funny thoughts that I know are fleeting. Like I won't think of it again, and I'm like, oh, I got to tweet that, hmm. right? But now I don't know what to do with that thought. Like I, I'm <laughs> alone. I don't know what to tell. Could you tell the guy on like the treadmill well, beside you? I could. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying if, to think if it's of me, one leave day. me alone. I'm trying right, to work out but, and like. Um, I did start writing some down. Oh. Um, and I've also been like, I texted um, just friends that I haven't been in, in touch with, like just like a old school text message. Just like these kind of, which to them might be kind of strange. Like yeah. why is he talking about this all of a sudden? But 
Like the olden days, know. you're back to texting again. But it's yeah. just like we're wired. Like when we have something unique to say, we yeah. say it because we want someone to give us and validation. we think everybody wants to hear it. Yeah, yeah. And there's some truth to like when when I think of something that I think is hilarious and I post it and then I don't get the response that I want. Could you give like us an example of something you would have tweeted but you wish yeah, you'd said well, it, Graham? Like, and I will like well, it or not I, like it. I did like tweet that I thought was like awesome. And then didn't get much response. It was that it was something like, um, I'm never more productive than when I have to really, really pee. Mm. Right. Like, and yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that, wondering like, if I should politely laugh or no, that's pretty yeah. funny. That's true. It's, uh, it was, yeah. it's a good observation. It's, it's observational observation. comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it, like if we're hanging out and you mentioned that, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> but you might not like it if you saw it on Twitter. I, uh, if it was Tyler, I might just cause you got to give him some help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is why I'm off social yeah. media. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys like, so, so like I, I've talked about this before on the podcast. One of my confessions a few times where I created like a burner account on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Cause when I started getting into Twitter, it was also during the uh, 2016 American election. And like one of the most fascinating things to just the news cycle with Trump and all, all that stuff going on. So I had a burner account that I was cause I really wanted to get in down and like call people out on stuff and like make a difference, which is nonsense. But I, like but I didn't want to on the account that like some students followed and stuff, and my, you know, so I just made a burner account and like right away I had, you know, sometimes I get a whole bunch of likes and read whatever, like all kinds of conversation. And it was like, I would walk around the house just staring at my phone, like picking it up, put it back down, pick it up, put it back down. Like it was, it got pretty bad. And my wife very astutely kind of called me out a lot on it, but it got really addictive. From her burner really account? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but like I could see, and it's so easy to judge. I remember years ago I saw a kid's, a student of mine's Instagram, and it was like probably a thousand pictures of just their face, like little pouty lips, and just over and over and over. And I was thinking like, man, what are you, like what, what is, what's, where's the need for that coming from? Like what's happening in your brain mm-hmm. that makes, and I was sort of being judgmental. And then, but this Twitter thing, and I was like these, um, these stupid, meaningless likes that mean nothing. Not only do they mean nothing, they were coming from hateful, angry places anyway. Right. right? Yeah. So I could see how but very But those are quickly, your pouty lips. Uh, yeah, they were. That's actually, yeah. And if it weren't for my wonderful wife, uh, who I may have just, you know, because she at least kept, kind of kept me in check a little bit, right? But it got pretty bad sometimes. I mean, we had talked about this. And mm-hmm. I feel like I there's a cool and, movie script there waiting to happen or a book. Yeah. Just about like the being taken over by social media. Yeah. Well... It probably you exists. You don't already. Have to look far for examples. Oh, it's it's kudos there. to whoever's like, already made it. Yeah. So anyway, I, I just I saw how easy that was, and so I, I try to be a little more empathetic and understanding than I used to be when it comes to that topic. But um, it is very scary how fast that can happen. Even when I posted that video of me and my kids on Instagram, like checking the likes, see how many likes I got. And it's not like you're a 14 year old who no. like requires that instant gratification. No. It's like. But now that's been that, a few weeks, I'm not doing anybody, it. That's anybody, right? It's anybody. And now it's been a few weeks, I'm not doing it. You don't miss it at all. Like you just, you really don't. So where are you getting your dopamine from? Uh, these chips that Tyler <laughs> gave us are pretty good. They are delicious. Yeah, Creating good. audio magic actually is pretty fun. I've created, I've, created, I've uh, gained 13 pounds since I went off Twitter. No, I haven't. <laughs> hey, it's if possible. You, if, by the way, people should let us know what app kills, like takes most of their time. I'm curious about that too. Because we mentioned like Twitter is our big sort of vice but I wonder what the average listener or, or person that we know would say. And if it's Boom Beach, I understand. 
my son Avery sent um, just a screenshot of a tweet he had because I'm off Twitter, right? He sent me a screenshot of a tweet that he thought was funny, <laughs> and it starts with Eratosthenes, an Egyptian, in 3750 BC, when mammoths hadn't even gone extinct yet. Oh, hey, I can use these two obelisks to calculate the Earth's entire circumference based on the length of their shadows and the Earth's curvature. Neat. Then a German artilleryman in 1916. I need to account for the curvature and rotation of the Earth when plotting my firing plans. And people today with access to more raw information than any other period. The Earth is flat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty funny. I like that. Clever. But also, yeah, kind of a comment on... We have all this information, yeah, and there's so much misleading information, and yeah. people still will fall for anything. Well, we were just talking about like the screen time. We're, we're focusing on that for a while, but like, what are we reading about? Like, what's the information that we're being fed? Specifically, yeah. like, what are we giving ourselves besides the dopamine? You know, the actual information going in, and I've lately been so cynical about the internet. Like, I just mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate what it it's done. Like, we're supposed to be able to learn anything we want in seconds, and yet the proliferation of nonsense because it looks the same. You can make a video about the earth being flat look like a legitimate video. And, you know, maybe a movement that would have been really on the fringes 50 years, 30 years ago now can grow, right? Because of that, because the internet. I kind of think we're at a, right now we're in the transition period, like where, yeah, like right now it's frustrating because, there's so much information and now we need this whole new skill set just to right. navigate. And as teachers, we see that, right? Like you can't just like when we were students, research meant one thing and mm-hmm. now research is totally different. But there was a um, trust, would you say, about the stuff you were finding when you were a kid? Well, you pop in the Encarta <laughs> yeah. CD-ROM. But you believed it. Like yeah. it was true. Yeah. But now the problem is like students are still believing it. Yeah, I guess. But yeah. like, there's just as the teacher or as the parent, like you're not in. You, you have, have to less sift control. through that kind of, and or you have to teach the skills necessary to to do that, like the uh, discernment. Yeah. yeah. But I think, like I think we're in a better place than people a little older than us, but not as good a place as like where our kids will be when they're parenting. In terms like, of what? Sorry. Just like because the, they're growing up in it, like and. Oh. Um, like, and we're kind of the, kind of the intermediary generation, I think, where mm-hmm. we've seen it, we kind of grew up with it, right? Like yeah. we, we're aware of what the internet is, whereas some of the kids that we teach, like their parents maybe weren't. Right. We're right? Just so like, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's, there's a reason to be kind of fearful of the internet and careful for sure. There's reasons to be careful, sure. but also... I think it will get better. Like I think society will adjust. We're just not going to adjust as fast as the mm. internet is growing. Mm. You're an I don't optimist. think I, I don't think I agree with that very very much. No, no. Like he he's think, an optimist. Like you, think our, you think our kids? Are I think the problems screwed? are just starting. No, no. Every generation is going to have something they have to deal with. But I I don't think we're at that hump yet where it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. I think we're in for a lot of tough years before we figure it out. Well, I guess I'm talking about like Graham, like you and I, our mm-hmm. kids are young enough that I think when they are adults, they'll mm-hmm. have it figured out. Hmm. 
I don't that's, know. That's still I hope years so. away. Were you telling yeah. me, Graham, that we're basically at a point with digital technology that we can make it look like anybody has done anything? Like if you, yeah, if you wanted to alter yeah. someone's appearance or facial. Yeah, there's a video once. It's, it's an Obama speech, and he says some crazy things, and then this MIT tech guy says, "Actually, that wasn't him. That was just, you know, an AI that takes video clips of him and amalgamates it all, whatever." And and you can. So I I don't know if we're quite there, but it's definitely within reach like then then what do you do yeah right then you have yeah there's no subjectivity anymore or truth i know becomes a really hard thing to find and i think that's the key right there is like what's the truth like how do we know what the truth is right and um a lot of uh you know anti-vaccination movement is another one that you know there's truth there's reality and it just it's so skewed and it's so so um blurry and it and i wish it wasn't you know and well i i think the way we look at the internet right now is that there's truth and there's lies and we're trying to decide which one's which. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think, I think eventually the internet will just lose credibility. Right. Not like all of it. Right. But I think people will just realize the internet is not the source of truth. But um, yeah, Whereas we still think it is. What else we've is there find though how besides find. the internet? Well, that we don't know cause it's coming. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I suppose I t- your, your point is well taken with like, our parents' generation, the way they share their, their Facebook's, you know, chain links and all that kind of stuff. Like they're less aware. They're more trusting. Mm-hmm. When they grew up, it was like your news source and you tr- you had to trust them. Right. And they're journalists who are trustworthy. And so, yeah, I think, I, I guess I see what you're saying. And we are less so, and our kids will be even less so. That, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But that's well, like, sad that like you have to be skeptical and cynical in order to survive the internet kind of. Yeah. But but I mean, read, yeah, read a comment section, right? Or, or yeah, know, like, no, that's true. I yeah. Somebody once, very recently, told me not once, but um, if the truth is like a needle in a haystack, it's easy to find a needle in a haystack. You just burn down the haystack. <laughs> I thought, oh, well, maybe that's a Guy Fox way of looking at the internet. <laughs> well, but. or just don't go to the haystack to find the needle. Go right, to the needle like, store. Find, yeah, go to the needle <laughs> store. Like there's other yeah. places to get. How do you find the hay? I don't know. Needle that, stack. But then what is that? Like I'm not really right. saying. Is it go, the CBC News? They, <laughs> like go yeah. and like be a Luddite and yeah. de- disconnect. But I think things, I think I am an optimist, I think when it comes yeah. to this. But right now it's pretty, I don't You're I agree with optimist. you. optimist. Where I don't like the internet. Like right. it's, it's not a. Fun place. To I'll I'll tell you what. Like the school systems, I think are are a pretty good defense against a lot of things. And I think, I think we need to be better, like teaching kids how to yeah. how to actually figure out what's what's real and what's not. And there's there's all kinds of videos that that are coming out now. And I think yeah, there's some stuff I've seen recently that helps. But I, we 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 got to be better as teachers. Like we have to be better. Um, it's easy to say don't use Wikipedia because it's. But actually, Wikipedia has become pretty good in a lot yeah, of ways. it's pretty like, reputable. Really, in all the links. It's peer-reviewed, you know. and it's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but kids will still share things with me, and I'll think, like, this like this isn't true, man. Like, you know. Well, and they're only going to Wikipedia for school stuff. Like, yeah. in, in their real lives, yeah. they're they're going to YouTube, where mm-hmm. it's... Right. What maybe what Wikipedia was to us <laughs> when we were younger. Like, it's where anyone can post something. Yeah, right? yeah. But so now you that's, know you're getting the best information. Is that the office? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we just kind of disagreed on something. That's kind of nice. I don't totally see eye to eye on that. Although you yeah. kind of convinced me, so I guess we're pretty harmonious in the end. But we started at different places. Yeah. Harmonious gentlemen. 
So recently I've been doing a little bit of research on AI, um, which is artificial intelligence, if you didn't know. And it's also a movie? <laughs> yeah. It's all of, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm really into sci-fi and dystopian future stuff. And when I'm researching AI, it sounds like some of those scenarios aren't as um, impossible as we might, as we might hope. Mm-hmm. So... I was uh, watching a TED talk this evening and it, he was talking about how within the, our lifetime, scientists should be able to develop an AI that is basically smarter than humans or more intelligent, like able to learn things um, and basically learn anything faster than we could learn it. So when I hear you say that, like I think a computer is already smarter than our person but basically uh, right now a computer can only do what it's programmed to do right and that's how it started like it's it's a whatever you put into it is what you'll get out right that was the the first ai was you'd program all these kind of cause and effect algorithms and then it could do some cool stuff but it was basically all the work to that yeah it's limited to the work you put in sure but now the field of ai they're looking at creating technology that learns and currently, like the technology technologies we see um, as consumers is just stuff that's one one dimensional. Like a Roomba can, to a certain extent, learn things, but it can only do one thing, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's very limited. But um, in years to come, they're going to start technology will start learning things in multiple multiple dimensions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like it, it could do For it could learn how purposes. to do different tasks and different yeah. purposes and things like that and maybe it could also um decide it wants to <laughs> that's a right. freaky way of putting it like not because you can you can tell a computer to learn something mm-hmm. but you can't tell it to want to learn something does that make sense yeah in a weird way it does right. yeah. well it's like once you set it in that's motion eating. Like if you, and it's hard, I still always think of it in a kind of like you program it to do something and it, and it does that, then it stops. Mm-hmm. But if you can kind of set it in motion, like to learn without stopping. Yeah. Right. Like it Once will, you hit that like threshold, it just. It no is stopping like it, a right? self-awareness kind yeah. of in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, not and, to scare the fans of the podcast, uh, t- Tyler, with this dystopian sort of future. I mentioned earlier, like you try talking to the Google lady yeah. and you don't have any faith in that technology anyway. So I'm not too worried. Yeah. It seems like, like we're a long way off. Right. Yeah. And I, and I question if that's even on the radar, but I don't know about AI. So well, maybe- I wouldn't say like I'm living in fear of it, but I, I don't know. I've just looked You're into it pretty profusely right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's because I'm nervous because I'm having to talk so much. Um, well, the guy I was listening to today, he was making comparisons to like humans and chimps and like there are like other primates that can do really cool stuff, but like their level of intelligence is lower than ours. Mm-hmm. Right. But their existence depends on us. Right. Because we're the superior being. Meaning we could just take them out. Like we could. Right. And like they, they go this, even this chimp that like demonstrates sign language like this whatever they learn it's because we've allowed them to or taught them to or whatever 
right? So there are people who study AI who think we are not in near future, like not in mm -hmm. the next few years, but at some point we will reach a threshold where the AI will become the human to our chimp, chimp. Yeah. To, yeah, to us mm. as the chimp. And you can't, once you get where, there, you can't hold that down we, back. Our existence depends on them. Like yeah. we become so dependent on it. Yeah, that's terrifying. Because, and like, we've already talked about that's dependence terrifying. and things like that. So like when I, when he put it in that, that framework of mm -hmm. dependence, then it felt a little scary. You know that theme song? Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Terminator. Terminator oh, 2. Okay. Well, and one. I would have guessed. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, that's uh, that's cool. It's interesting. It's interesting stuff because I like that those movies. Like, yeah, yeah. And then I think there's a reason we make movies about, like Chris, you were saying stuff we're scared of. Like uh, there were lots of movies about cloning when that was when the, that was the thing. Yeah. Right now it's AI. Yeah. Um, Graham, what's that sweet movie about AI that we watched like a couple of years ago? AI. No. <laughs> oh, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. That was That's a good little good. bonus recommendation there. That's Please a sweet watch movie. that. Yeah. Eh, it gets pretty dark, but it's awesome. And weirdly, yeah. enough, but the same name, graphic novel, said Ex Machina, which is nothing to do with that show, but also very good. Yeah. Hmm. Um, on another note, um, after Ty shares, you know, something that's quite horrifying, I wonder <laughs> why all the, like, the, all the people that you talk, like all the di di digital helpers are all ladies' voices. You ever think about that? Well, you can well, turn it to a guy. Oh, okay, I think. okay. But let's be or, honest. There, no one does. They're all defaulted. Okay. So let let's go to that. Maybe one of my my close family members uh, brought that up to me the, the other day, named Heidi, and I thought that's interesting. Why? Well, there's got to be because girls find research, it reassuring. Right? Like and guys find it sexy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just proposing an answer. I'm not saying. Well, I if do. I was. Let's, my reaction to like a guy telling me which way to drive yeah. would would that be any different than yeah it would be drive? more reassuring let's just be honest <laughs> okay <laughs> not the answers I'm sure my wife wanted to hear in the podcast <laughs> it's 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 a it's a thing to think about that's all hmm. and if AI does develop and it needs to relay a message to the world what voice will it choose like Morgan Freeman or Ooh. Hillary Clinton. Well, it'll act. I'd like to face my demise at the voice of Morgan Freeman. Yeah. How about you guys? <laughs> um, like Joe Rogan would be pretty fun. No, <laughs> I think my own new Simon podcast Pick. voice would be a good mm -hmm. one. <laughs> AI. If you're listening, and now that everyone well, knows Tyler wasn't, wasn't actually here the whole time, it's just me, me and Chris. <laughs> yeah. Eerie. Uh, fans, uh, email your uh, picks for the robot voice you want um, bringing in the destruction of the universe <laughs> at harmoniousgentleman at gmail.com. Um, or you can tweet us, but none of us will check no. <laughs> at yeah. harmoniousgents. It is true. We won't check. So we were going to end on a little more of a hopeful note because it's been a lot of like complaining. Chris, is there a place for technology in this world? Well, sure. I think the just the access to information is pretty exciting and the speed at which you can communicate with people is cool. Yeah. The way technology brings people together from different sides of the world and hearing new voices. I think all of that is pretty amazing. We have a son who lives in BC and we can communicate realistically just like we would if he lived at home. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, Fair enough. you know, you're not in person, but some Absolutely. of that is pretty awesome. Remember years and years ago when the first TV ads came out with Skype type interactions and it was like mind blowing, right? Yeah. 
But yeah. even to this day, that still remains like one of the best things that it's brought us. Yeah. Right. Even that's now. right. Yeah. It's still amazing and it's still great. And I can't think of much, you know, I mean, online banking's pretty convenient, you know? Yeah. Probably yeah. convenience <laughs> and like speed that. are the yeah. things that it. Ordering groceries mm-hmm. online and the truck. Skip you know, the, the dishes, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Booking movie tickets, like it's convenience. But when all of that stuff is connected through the internet, so when the AI <laughs> like takes over, like they how just think I, about their reach and how will I get my McDonald's? You talk about like communicating in like quickly, they'll communicate like at light the speed of light with every single thing in the world. Maybe they'll help us. <laughs> maybe they'll take pity yeah. on us. Well, that's the. And that's they'll think the, like, look at these poor pathetic chimps, and maybe like in the show I Robot. They'll like hack Carbon into based? all the banks and erase all debt. Oh. And they'll just, and they'll do, they'll, they'll never make thought of that. They'll like snap, they'll Thanos the whole thing. Maybe not literally, but you know what I mean? They'll yeah. help us. That's my, Maybe. that's my if opinion. We, pro- <laughs> we need to program them too. No, somehow. I think it's going to decide. Like It'll decide yeah. this was best. Make a movie about that. Whoa. That'd be cool. Hmm. And AI tries to save us. I'm sure there is one. I'm sure there is one. Yeah. It could be a better one. I'm well, sorry to bring it back to the. That's well, okay. you, I brought Worldwide it back to the dark. You, brought, yeah. you made it positive. I'm again, desperately so. trying to pull this thing uh, well, in the positive direction. The another, like, I think technology gives us access to so many things that we can use to counter the negative effects of technology. Ironically, <laughs> right? So, like, even this, even this podcast, what we're we're trying to do is model civil discourse, which is kind of the in opposition to what happens on on social media right so we're using technology to counter some of the negative things we we see happening that uses technology so i think yeah there's you take the good with the bad and you go for it sorry because you keep grabbing your mic stand (laughs) i'm just like looking over there it's okay (laughs) i can't i'm a fidgeter that's true um all right cool well thanks tyler that's uh that's a good thought to end on i think like, maybe we'll do politics next time. Hey, what do you think? <sighs> it'll it'll challenge our uh, harmonious. Yeah, nature. we got a we got an election coming up here in our neck of the woods. So, our province could be a reflection on on that. Maybe we should. Yeah, coming up. I mean, because we're not going to record till after the election, right? Cool. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's um, wrap up our episode with uh, some confessions. I think we need to get to that, and then we'll call it a night. Okay. My confession tonight has to do with technology because we just talked about technology, right? That's a great tie-in. I'm a dot connector. Um, So I talked about earlier about screen time. And my confession is that I'm starting to realize that um, I give myself a pass when it comes to music or podcasts. And I often find myself doing ridiculous things where I can't go from a walk from my house to my car without like getting a (laughs) podcast ready, you know, and I'll put it on the speaker. Or I'll pull up to my house after I get home and I have a 30-second walk to my door and I get my phone out, pick a podcast and listen. And it's and it's not all the time, but like I catch myself doing it quite often and it's it's probably not good psychologically what's going on there. I can't sort of sit in quiet. Hmm. And so I need to be more purposeful. And know when I say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm really good about screen time, I don't know if there's a huge difference yeah. Yeah. when I'm bombarding myself with information. I hope one of our listeners listens to that segment 
like while they're like taking a pee or like yeah just like yeah i had 30 seconds to hear your confessions and you can justify it you know you listen to podcasts that are educational and and they're and they're good for you to listen to like they 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 can improve your you know intelligence or your empathy whatever but at some time at some point i think we need i need stillness in my life and quiet and when you have two little kids i should i I should be desperate for for those times and yet i always try and fill Mm -hmm. fill it with something and yeah so i'm gonna try this week to be better with that i think that's good. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, mine confession is technologically related. It's about new vehicles, which I always claim to not see the purpose of buying a brand new vehicle. But my truck is currently in the shop, and so I rented a vehicle this week, and it's a new Kia Sportage, I think, the SUV version thing. It's beautiful. And I've also always claimed to hate heated seats. And really hated heating heated steering wheels, but now that I have them, I quite, I use them quite a bit. You'll never. Why go did you hate them? I just thought they were unnecessary. Something oh. that could break. Why would you need this? You're such a wuss that you need that heated steering yeah. wheel. And like, if I'm in my wife's car, I, the heated seats on. It doesn't matter. It could be 30 degrees out, and I turn the heated seat on. <laughs> and now the heated steering wheel, I still find a little pretentious, but I've driven with it on. I'd rather twice. have that than the seat, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. The seat thing, I never really... Just it gets your back it, loosened I don't, I don't up. Know. Yeah. The I heated seat is like the only thing working in my Jetta right now. So. <laughs> and the thing just, is, it's you don't have heated seats. You have all yeah. kinds of problems in that car. <laughs> like, yeah. Something else is heating them up. It's actually your exhaust just yeah. running back <laughs> yeah. and forth under your... So, you're, so your confession is that you've been, you've been judgmental in the past and you realize... Very judgmental. Mm-hmm. And these are amazing technological <laughs> developments. <laughs> Thank you, whoever came up with a heated seat. Mm-hmm. Some robot in a factory somewhere. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, I have kind of another two-part thing here, but my uh, uh, Amazon Prime, I have an, uh, an account there, but I share it with a number of people. So that's that's the first part of the confession, is that yeah. we are too cheap to pay for it on our own. So we've shared, we created a new email account, shared it around, and we, we just share it. So that's the confession one. Was the email and account, this is only one person's email account at gmail.com? <laughs> no, it was shared Amazon <laughs> account. How to rip off Amazon at gmail. Um, but then I was watching um, American Gods on Amazon mm-hmm. Prime, mm-hmm. which I had tried to watch earlier, like maybe two years ago or something like that. Um, or maybe a year ago when it came out. But there's a scene that was kind of crossed the line for me just for content. And I was like, ah, use some discernment. And I, I decided not to watch it anymore, but I really liked the book. So recently season two came out. So I thought I would, oh, I'll try it again. And I, so I watched it on this shared account <laughs> and I watched it to the same scene where I had problems last time and then did the same thing. Like <laughs> said, I, I got to stop. I can't watch this show. But then I was so nervous of like, just other people on the shared account seeing that I was watching that show and seeing where I stopped watching it. Um, like resume or whatever, like they see. So I, I deleted the, um, history or whatever, the viewing history history of that show. So if any of them listen to this now, they could, they, now they know, but, um, that's why you're discerning. I was using discernment. So I guess I'm kind of bragging actually. Yeah. Nice job, Ty. (laughs) (laughs) But we're ripping uh, Amazon prime off and I, Mm tried to hide something from from people so. i feel like i just was having a vision while you were talking that if 
um, Amazon ever goes self-aware, its character's name will be Amazon Prime. And the first <laughs> person it'll go after is people who rip off its yeah. shared user capabilities. Yep. Hmm. Be careful. That's all I'm saying. We definitely use my brother's account. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. We can watch what you guys watch. Please you guys share watch the, it, by the email way. later because I have not had access to it yet. We use it way more than they do. Thanks, guys. Good confessions. Yeah. I don't think any less of you, so that's that's good. I think more of you guys. <laughs> there are ways to get in touch with us, and one way that we found to be successful is harmonious technology. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, they are all technology technological harmonious gentleman at gmail.com which we check and we also receive yeah a nice amount of fan mail suggestions etc would you please send us some suggestions for future podcast episodes we'd appreciate that we are 12 in and we are running low on ideas (laughs) and yeah i'm thinking ahead to our hundredth podcast probably about the same time that ai goes (laughs) self-aware so if that is going to be our last one we need 88 good ones before then. And actually just a point about that is if there's an older, because we always used to talk about, oh, we couldn't get to everything we wanted to. We've never really done a part two. So if there's an episode that you enjoyed, just let us know and we can, and we can try and, because I know there's things that we've missed, obviously. And there's people that say things like, you should, you should have mentioned this. And I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to go for four hours a night. So if you have a suggestion, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. God, that was fun. Hey. Thanks yeah, for hosting it was a again. good, a good, uh, good conversation. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we're all done then. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Oh, uh, I just got an email. Oh. It's from. Uh, we've got a new sponsor, Amazon Prime. Oh, oh sweet. sponsor of oh. Blind, or uh, not a blind man, of <laughs> Harmonious Gentleman. Do they nice. want your SIN card number? <laughs> Gentlemen